Donald Trump is going to be indicted again, but at night it might not make any difference for the presidential election in 2024. Joe Biden just looks terrible. Disney is working its hardest to go bankrupt, and the left goes ballistic over far-right violence. Uh, that's right, a country singer released a song. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. I hope you guys had a great day. I'm waiting for my book to be published by Amazon. I'm still waiting. They still are in review. It's only been 48 hours, so I'm not exactly shocked, but I'm still waiting. I hate the review process when it comes to things like this because it's always, I'm just waiting for them to say, no, we're not going to do it because it sucks or something. I don't know. I don't know. Well, we haven't done this in a while. Let's get to some news because <laughs> there's some pretty big news out there. All right. So, uh... Big news again. So we talked about last week how the Biden administration got slapped with an injunction telling them they can't communicate with social media companies or anyone of the like. Well, it was appealed. Not a shock. Uh, and the appeal went to a federal court in Missouri. And that federal court, Judge Terry Dowdy, issued a preliminary injunction forbidding numerous federal agencies that include the FBI, Justice Department, Department of Homeland Security, and uh, the uh, White House Press Corps, including Secretary Karen Jean-Pierre, from, quote, communicating with social media companies for the purpose of urging, encouraging, pressuring, or inducing in any matter the removal, deletion, suppression, or reduction of content containing protected speech posted on social media platforms. So, again, this is another case that the Biden administration, they've already said they're going to appeal these rulings. Well, here's another one they're going to have to appeal. I'm sorry, I said this was an appeal. This wasn't an appeal. They haven't gotten to their appeal yet. I don't know how they're going to appeal it. I, I think if this goes straight to the Supreme Court, this is going to be knocked down. But you know what would make life a lot easier for everybody? Is if Congress got together... And we're going to have to wait for um, a Republican Congress because the Democrats aren't going to do this. But it would be really nice if the Congress would stop calling these things platforms and start calling them um, utilities. Because the reality is that's what social media platforms have become. They're just utilities. So it, they, they're responsible for their own publishing um, they are editing like crazy, and we should be able to sue them. So I, I can't remember what the title is, but it'd be really nice if the social media companies, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all of the social media, YouTube, Rumble, all of them, were held in the same esteem as the press instead of being held as platforms and free speech. you know, I mean, because the, the idea with a platform, the idea with the law was a good idea, is that these are supposed to be freedom to say whatever you want, and that platform can't get, by, get sued by anybody who's insulted. Well, these platforms are now in, being insulted by any conservative that talks. It'd be a lot easier if they just sit, sat there and said, okay, you can be sued. So if you start editing tweets and stuff like that, 
that person can sue you. That's what I think should happen. So Donald Trump is being indicted again. Surprise, surprise. This is the third time. Um, this time it's about January 6th. I mean, it's about time. I We've had, what, three years since January 6th has happened, two and a half years, and we still haven't gotten any resolution to it. And by the way, if you can't tell, I'm being sarcastic. We've seen January 6th left and right. We're so tired. of. We've had a January 6th commission. We've had January 6th investigation. Of course, the only investigations everyone seems to be not paying attention to is the Secret Service investigation, the Capitol Police investigations, which basically say, hey, uh, we screwed up and so did the Speaker of the House at the time and the mayor of Washington, D.C., they screwed up. That I mean, that's what the Capitol Police say. They blame Nancy Pelosi. They blame the broad who's the mayor of Washington, D.C., who basically can't manage her way out of a paper towel, out of a paper after, out of a paper bag. And we just got to continue to blame Trump. Well, not a shock. So Trump released a statement on Sunday, and I'm going to put uh, a grain of salt on this. It's probably true, but we don't have the indictment. There's no information anywhere out there. This is, again, just Trump saying it's going to happen. Now, Trump hasn't been wrong yet. He's been indicted every time he... Granted, he say, you know, it could be next week or whatever, but he has been indicted every time they said... And let's face it, the, the government is after him. Biden's administration is after him. All the left-leaners are after him, and they're never going to stop. They're going to keep going. They're going to keep going. I hope Trump gets nom- elected, not because... Um, not because I think he's the best candidate, I don't, but because I'd like to see him impeached two more times. I think that would be absolutely hysterical, and I think that's going to happen. So he released a statement, and it's typical statement. Uh, wow, all in caps, of course. On Sunday night, while I was with my family, having just arrived from Turning Point event in Florida where I won the straw poll against other Republican candidates with 85.7%, with all polls showing me in the leading the Republican primary by very substantial numbers. This is why I don't like him. It's ego. He is completely a, he is a narcissist. He's an egotist. This is why I don't need him as president. I don't need him putting something else on his resume. It, this is a real turnoff for me. Okay, it's funny, but it is a turnoff for me. And by the way, a turning point event in Florida, that, yeah, we knew he was going to be. It, it's basically a Trump pep rally. So continuing, uh, almost everyone predicting I will be the Republican nominee for president. And as I am leading the Democrat, uh, Democrat Joe Biden in the polls by a lot, horrifying news, capital letters, for our country was given to me by my attorneys. By the way, I don't know if he's ahead of Joe Biden by a lot. I, I The polls are all over the place with this one. In some polls, he's down by a point or two. In some polls, he's up by seven or eight. I think the polls are going to be become more accurate as this gets closer. I think Trump, Trump will beat Joe Biden. I don't think Joe Biden has a chance, which is why I think the uh, Democrats are panicking. I, Joe Biden won't be running. I'm, I'm sorry, even if Trump wins, Joe Biden will not be running. Continuing, deranged Jack Smith, the prosecutor with the Bi- Joe Biden's DOJ, sent a letter. Again, it was Sunday night. 
stating that I am a target, capital target, on the January 6th grand jury investigation and giving me a very short four days to report to the grand jury, which almost always means an arrest and indictment. He's not going to show up to the grand jury. He's not going to testify in front of the grand jury. He's just going to sit there and ignore it, which he should. Um, the worst thing you could do is have Donald Trump testify anywhere. You want Donald Trump just to shut up because he, he will talk himself into a life sentence and maybe even being hung by a yardarm. I mean, the guy just doesn't know how to shut his effing mouth up. This is why I don't like him. I don't want him as president. Continuing. So now Joe Biden's attorney general, Merrick Garland, who I turned down for the United States Supreme Court in retrospect based on the corrupt and unethical actions, a very wise decision. Uh, he didn't actually do that. The, the Senate wouldn't confirm Merrick Garland. And then when Merrick, when Trump became president, he just picked somebody else. So yeah, that's not necessarily true. You can thank Mitch McConnell for that one. Together with Joe Biden's Department of Justice have effectively issued a third indictment and arrest of Joe Biden's number one political appointment opponent, again, all caps, who is largely dominating him in the race for the presidency. Nothing like this has ever happened in our country before. That's true. Or even close. They illegally spied on my campaign, attacked me with totally fake dossier that was funded by Hillary Clinton's campaign and the DNC, impeached me twice, I won. Well, no, he got impeached. I mean, uh, they failed on the Mueller witch hunt, no collusion. They failed on Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, the 51, quote, intelligence age, quote, agents, end quote, agents, fraud, the FBI Twitter files, the DOG Facebook censorship, and every other scam imaginable. But on top of all that, they have now effectively indicted me three times, the DOJ staffed and runs the DA's office in Manhattan, with a probable fourth coming from Atlanta, where the DOJ are in strict and possibly illegal coordination with the district attorney, whose record on murder and other violent crime is abysmal. All of that is true. I just don't like the fact that he he always puts himself in there, okay? He'd be a lot better off if he just said, this is what's happening to us. It's got to be us. This has to be, we're all in this together. It's never like that with Trump. It's always about me. It's just a, not a thing I want in a president. So this next part is all caps. This witch hunt is all about election interference and a complete and total political weaponization of law enforcement. This is completely 100% correct. Now, I don't buy him losing the election. I definitely, that he won the election and the votes were just, I don't buy any of that crap. That's never been proven. I do buy that there was definite election interference. I, I don't know how anyone, even a leftist, can sit there and say there wasn't election interference. We've got evidence all over the place. Okay, so continuing, it is a very sad and dark period of our nation. And he's absolutely correct there. Now, as far as the election interference goes, this is where I'd like him to go. Election interference, election interference, election interference. When the Democrats try and change the laws, the rules for the next election, which they're going to do, because they're scared to death they're going to lose. Trump did a much better job as president than Joe Biden or any other Democrat who's running on the same policies could ever have done. I mean, Joe Manchin is probably going to run. He says he'll run as an independent, which makes him more of a Democrat. But 
I don't know what's going to end up happening. So we'll have to see. I, I can't imagine he'll run as a Democrat simply because the Democratic Party has become leftist. They've become radical, way too radical for Joe Manchin. He might as well run as an independent, which means he might as well not run, but he's going to kill Joe Biden. Joe Biden will, if anybody substantial runs, I mean, look at Robert Kennedy Jr. He's running and he's killing Biden right now. He's at close to 30% of the electorate. Biden is holding at 63%. So Marianne Williams, I, I don't know what she's doing. She's at like 1% or some crazy thing. But seeing this, seeing, Joe, seeing Donald Trump speak every day, seeing Donald Trump release tweets, seeing Donald Trump very active in his, in his defense, very active, very, li very alive, and then actually comparing that with Joe Biden. You really do see the difference between the two. So Joe Biden met with Israeli President Isaac Herzog, who, by the way, is more of a symbol symbolic leader than anything else. He's not really a leader of, of Israel at all. It's like having a having an ambassador come over. I mean, it, it, he's kind of worthless. So they had a press conference yesterday, and Biden's honeyed words during this press conference went absolutely viral. And I guarantee you, you know exactly why they went viral. If you haven't seen the video, you need to see the video. People were accusing Joe Biden of actually falling asleep. They accused him of falling asleep. Here he is. Let's listen to Joe Biden's oration about the president of Israel and our relationship to Israel. And we brought Israelis and Palestinians together at a political level. And they And as I... Uh, Nope, that was not an audio error. That's what he actually said, if you want to use the term said. He looked terrible. And if you watch the video, he looks like he's asleep. He, is re he actually read that. He is looking at his lap, at his notes, and he's reading that directly from his notes. And he all it did was make him look like he was sleeping. That's that's who uh, the left wants to be president. That's who they're pushing. Well, good luck with that. I don't see how. No wonder he won't debate. He's going to have to debate. There is no way he's going to be able to hide in the basement this time. Okay. So let's take a look at what's next. Oh, let's go to our dumbasses of the day. Now, this... this this dumbass of the day kind of breaks my heart. I really am not happy about this one. Charles Barkley is the one that makes basketball at least moderately interesting. The NBA, interesting. I can actually watch him. I can't watch the game. I mean, the games are just too brutal. And they're, I, I, there are so many reasons I hate basketball. It's not just politics. It's it's just the whole attitude in basketball annoys the living shit out of me, and I just can't watch it. But Charles Barkley, when he gives an opinion, I love when he talks. I love when he says something. I love his analysis. There's everything I like about Charles Barkley. A lot of things I like about Charles Barkley. I, and he's a common sense guy. He really is a common sense guy. 
I don't think he's he's a right winger. A lot of right wingers love the guy. He's not a right winger. Okay, but he just says, he just uses common sense. Well, he did until uh, he started going into the Bud Light controversy. Now, I'm going to excuse him a little bit, but not much. So let's listen to Charles Barkley put his two cents into the controversy with Bud Light. I want y'all to drink this fucking beer. I want y'all to drink this fucking beer. I got three cases of Bud Light. Hey, and I want to say this. If you're gay, bless you. If you're transgender, bless you. And if you have a problem with that, fuck you. Okay, a couple of things. First off, I, I can't I can't criticize his or to oridate or his oration skills. I can't. I can't. I know that's weird. I've used order twice in the same podcast. That's kinda weird. But same thing. I can't the way he speaks, I cannot criticize that because that's how he speaks all the time. So it is not a shock. The second thing I wanna point out is that um he's wasted. If you look at the video this guy is drunk. He is shit-faced. He can barely stand. He looks like he... And he is holding, not a Bud Light, mind you, he is holding a hard drink. He's holding like a, a whiskey or something. Or a vodka and tonic or something like that. The guy's wasted. So he just goes in and just starts going off. Bud Light probably supported this event. I have no idea that... I have no idea what this event was, but you can tell Bud Light supported this event. Now, that being said, right after he he said this, he started saying he doesn't care if he's going to be canceled. I mean, he brought this up twice, that he knows that what he's saying is controversial and he's probably going to get canceled. Um, well, there's a couple little problems with that. First off, he is saying exactly what the left wants him to say. And all he's going to be seen is as is as brave, which this is not brave. He's not going to get canceled. The right doesn't see it that way. You know, this whole thing with the Bud Light boycott, this isn't really a boycott. It's just a bunch of people said, you know, F you to uh, Bud Light for believing this crap. And they've just bought other beer. That's that. I mean, that's what it is. I don't think anyone is calling for it. Just everyone saying, hey. Don't buy Bud Light. They support this crap. Go go buy another beer. Now, again, I like Chuck. He uses common sense most of the time. I think he just fell for the leftist narrative and just doesn't know what the issues are. He does have a daughter. I mean, he has one kid. All right, which is really weird for the NBA, having being married and having one kid instead of having 17 kids with 84 different women. But he has one kid, and I'm sure... If his daughter came home because his teach her teacher taught her that she's a boy, he would probably have a fit. This just, I mean, just by what he said, that, oh, um, if you're against trans people or against gay people, F you. Um, well, here's the thing. Here's the kicker. A lot of people, a lot of conservatives, like, we're not against trans people. We're not against gay people. We're against you forcing this crap on our kids. We're against you drugging our kids 
and sterilizing them. We're against you cutting off the body parts from our kids. That's it. Stay away from that. Be gay. Be trans. No one cares. I mean, literally no one cares. As a matter of fact, that's what the trans community is having a problem with. We didn't care. We didn't care before until they started sticking their asses in, in our business. That's where the problem comes in. And that's what Jonathan Isaac said. Jonathan Isaac is a, I guess he's an all-star basketball player for the Orlando Magic. He saw this crap and he had he released a tweet. This is what he said. What does this even mean? No one with human decency wants trans or gay, gay people dead or without rights. God bless them all. But it's 100% valid as a parent or adult to be concerned about the observable movement to influence children. Is that hateful? It's insane that in order to be a primary influence on your children, you have to go to war against influencers, the media, movie, multi-million and billion dollar corporations, and good people like Charles who choose to fall in line with an empty politically correct statements and narratives. Nothing, Charles said, would get him canceled. It's the wild that he thinks it would. And he's absolutely correct. By the way, he is so correct... I expect him to be released by the Orlando Magic any second now. I, I am expecting to go to ESPN right now. I'm, I'm going to do that. Let's go to ESPN.com and let's take a look and see if this is something that is a real issue with... Uh, let's see if this is a real issue with the ESPN... And so far, Harden, blah, 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 Harness Bridges apologizes for the pain I caused. Of course, he does. No, it's not even It's not even top 10. So uh, apparently, this is not that big of a deal. Maybe he's not going to get released. Uh, maybe it's early. Maybe we, we need to have some people actually get together and say something. And then he'll be released. But we'll, we'll have to see what's going on. Oh, well, you know, one guy was beating up his wife. That probably took the... The cake. So, but anyway, I expect this will cause a controversy because that's what happens in these things. All right, so let's get to our first story. Uh, well, our first story. First off, let's let, let's hit something. So, the Screen Actors Guild and the writers are on strike. Okay. Yes, you probably heard this. I don't hear much about this. You know why? Because nobody cares. Nobody cares. There is no resolution in sight for the Screen Actors Guild and the writers. I mean, honestly, who cares? I mean, can you even name any actors these days besides the big ones like Tom Cruise? I mean, if, seriously, the actors they're talking about, half the actors that were mentioned in the, the, the actor, Fran Drescher is, Fran Drescher, of all people, is representing the Screen Actors Guild. That's how bad the Screen Actors Guild is right now. Fran Drescher? Okay, so there's no resolution in sight. And a couple of things that the screenwriters and SAG want. One, they want more money. Of course, they always want more money. I guess the billions of dollars, millions of dollars these guys make to make a subpar movie that nobody goes to watch is a reason they should get paid more money. And they're worried about AI taking over the writer's jobs. Which, by the way, AI can do it. AI can do it right now. It can do it. It's not very good, 
nothing's very creative. But here's a newsflash. Nothing that, that the screen actors, the screenwriters are doing is very good or very creative. When was the last time you went to a movie that you saw something that was like, wow. And it's not like there are no movies out there that, that attract people. Sound of Freedom, a movie called Nefarious, which have... They, they are right-leaning. Both movies are right-leaning. They're religious in nature. Nefarious is religious in nature. But it's also very clever. It's very interesting. A little preachy. But very interesting and very good movie. And it was made... These two movies were made with no budget. They weren't made with big actors. And yet they destroyed the box office. The movie Sound of Freedom, which costs like $15 million to make, is blowing out movies like Mission Impossible and Disney's new piece of trash. So the Screen Actors Guild and the Screen Writers Guild, they're getting very nervous. because And they're, they're threatening, threatening, I, which means no sense. Hey, there are going to be no new movies or TV shows come January. Well, here's the thing. No one's going... Movie theaters are down 25%. No one's going to the movies anyway. So who cares? Indiana Jones, that movie, it's going to lose money. Uh, all the talk about The Little Mermaid, it's going to lose money. None of these movies are making big money at the box office. So who cares? But here's the thing. It's because of companies like Disney. Okay, so Disney, Disney, um, <laughs> they've decided they're really going woke, and um, they've decided to make woke, uh, make woke Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. You've probably seen this already. If you haven't, I, I still, I still have things to say about it. Uh, first off, you'd think that going woke would have helped them learn that you want people to go see your movie. Don't go woke. I mean, The Little Mermaid, for example. Or Elementals. Elementals, they spend a ton of money on. It's not making any money. Star Wars. The Star Wars movies are not making any money. Even, they keep releasing these Star Wars films, and they keep, uh, Star Wars series, and they keep dumping it on Disney+, and yet Disney+, Plus keeps losing subscribers. People are not even turned on by Star Wars anymore. And trust me, the only reason I had Disney Plus was Star Wars, and I just said, you know, they're not any good, so I'll just cancel them. And I did. I canceled Disney. I missed the last couple of Star Wars series, and I've been better off for it. Elementals has a non-binary character. They changed all the races in The Little Mermaid. And no one went to see the movies. I know it's got like an 85% audience score, but guess who saw it? Um, basically, woke people. Because it's not, it didn't make enough for, neither of these movies made enough money at the box office to pay for the production of the film. Well, they're doing it again. According to the Daily Mail, hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to the job center they go. For the Seven Dwarfs have been replaced by magical creatures for Disney's live-action remake of Snow White. Now, right off the bat, they're calling the dwarves or whatever they are the magical creatures isn't that more insulting than calling them dwarves continuing the character of the fictional princess who will be played by rachel rachel zegler 
in the film, has been pictured for the first time with the new companions, who appear to be a mix of genders, ethnicities, and heights. Now, Rachel Zegler, you might think, oh, good, they've got a white chick doing Snow White because Snow White is a white chick. The reason they called her Snow White is because her skin is as white as snow. Yeah, no, Rachel Zegler is half Polish, which is kind of white, and half Colombian. And she looks, she's very dark. So they actually did recast, re, just recast with a different race. So there it is. Continuing, uh, the actress wearing Snow White's famous yellow and blue dress and a red cape is trailed by a group who are dressed in brightly colored clothes and carrying work tools. They were spotted shooting scenes in Bedfordshire on Thursday in pictures obtained exclusively on ma by Mail Online. The scenes pictured here featured two stand-in extras who were used to film additional photography. Disney announced, if go to the go to the link at my website, dumbassestalkingpolitics.com, and take a look at the pictures. It looks ridiculous. This, um, Disney announced the magical creatures would replace the seven dwarves to avoid reinforcing stereotypes. After Yes, that always works. After Game of Thrones actor Peter, Peter Dinklage criticized the effing backwards story last year. Okay, so this is going to be called Snow White and the Seven Ma Magical Creatures. Yes, calling the people that Snow White recruits magical creatures is a lot less insulting than dwarves. Which, by the way, dwarves do exist. Just like midgets do exist. There is a difference between a dwarf and a midget. I do not feel bad for calling somebody a dwarf if they are a dwarf. And I do not feel bad for calling someone a midget if they're a midget. Because that is an actual condition. Just like you shouldn't say retarded. Well, I mean, if they're retarded, they're retarded. That's a medical condition. Anyway, um, <laughs> needless to say, hiring a Hispanic woman to be Snow White, defeats the entire story of Snow White. This is, this is a quote from the actual story, which, by the way, is a 19th century fairy tale, Grimm's fairy tale. German. It's a German fairy 19th century fairy tale. This is a quote from it. How I wish that I had a daughter that had skin as white as snow, lips as red as blood, and hair as black as ebony. That's actually in the book. And then Snow White was born. And she had hair as black as amity, lips as red as blood, and skin as white as snow. And she was named Snow White. So basically, by the way, this is cultural appropriation, right? This is cultural appropriation. This is where you're taking something that was white and now you're colorizing it. And you're making it something that it wasn't meant to be. You, matter of fact, the article doesn't talk about that. But this is, this is real cultural appropriation. Okay, anyway, so Disney, Disney the next day, the next day these pictures leaked. Okay, and I'm, I'm pretty sure Disney actually leaked these pictures. I don't think this was leaked by Daily Mail wasn't sitting taking pictures. I'm pretty sure Disney leaked these to get a kind of a response. 
And the first thing Disney said was, um, uh, they're fake. They actually said they were fake. So everyone was like, well, wait a minute. You have the film crew there. They had, for Christ's sake, they had a $10,000 drone sitting there taking pictures. We saw what was going on. This was a production. And then Disney, Disney said, I can't remember who said that, but they pointed out that, no, this isn't fake. This can't be fake. No one spends this money on fake pictures. And then Disney admitted, well, yeah, it's not fake. They're just, it's just not released yet. Okay, well, that's big difference between the pictures aren't officially released versus it's fake are two totally different things. Here's what I think is going to happen. I don't think they're going to come out with this. I think they're going to scrap this before it even comes out. I think just the backlash already, and of course, it's right wing, it's the right pouncing. It's conservative. It's not conservative pouncing. It's everyone is saying this is stupid. I have a feeling Disney shelves this. I don't think it goes anywhere. Those those people get paid for what they did, and then it's shelved. But this is the kind of move. And by the way, wait a minute, dwarfs are bad. You you don't want to put. I mean, Peter Dinklage, who is a dwarf. Okay, he's a dwarf. He's an actual dwarf. If you know the difference between a dwarf and a midget, a dwarf is a person that has appendages that are all regular human size, but he's short. Whereas a midget, um, basically all the appendages are the same, are, are all symmetric. So a midget looks like a child, whereas a dwarf looks like a human being. He's just very short. That's the difference. Dwarfism, that's what dwarfism. Peter Dinklage has dwarfism. Okay? Peter Dinklage said... Why would you do this? And the reason is, it's hard enough for a dwarf to get cast in Hollywood. You have movies. Let's say you, you've got Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. You've got um, uh, Wizard of Oz. All of these movies that use dwarves, but you're casting regular-sized people because you don't want to insult dwarves. Well, these dwarves would rather be insulted and have a job. Absolutely incredible. In incredible. Anyway, um, so my I got money that says that uh, yeah, this is going to be this is going to be canceled by Disney. And I have a feeling Disney's go woke, go broke. And by the way, it's movies like this. I got another movie coming in a second, but it's movies like this that actually really show you that that this is this is bad. This is why no one's going to the movies. This is why nobody's subscribing to Disney+. Plus. This is why Disney's going broke. And by the way, when you say go woke, go broke, it's happening to Disney. And there's, there's another story where Disney is really sucking eggs. According to MeganKelly.com, in an earnings call in May, former Disney finance chief Kristen McCarthy cautioned investors that the house, Mouse House was expecting to see a, quote, a moderation in demand, end quote, at its domestic theme parts in the second half of 2023. The prediction appears to have been uh, prescient. Quote, it's not looking good for Disney. Not looking good at all, Megan said. The latest report is that their theme parts are not doing so well. According to data provided by Touring Plans, a trip planning service that measures wait times through information posted by Disney parks on their mobile apps, the 4th of July holiday saw drops in wait times in both Florida and California. 
at Walt Disney World in Orlando, average wait times for the Magic Kingdom, Kingdom were 27 minutes in July on July 4th. That is down 31 minutes from July 4th, 2022, and 47 minutes down from 2019, pre-pandemic. Epcot also dropped to 27 minutes from 35 minutes a year prior. Meanwhile, wait times declined year over year at Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom by 26 minutes and 9 minutes respectively. By the way, notice how in Florida it dropped less? It's because people want to go to Florida. No one wants to come to California. California is a shithole. No one wants to come to California. Continuing with the article, Turing Plans told the Wall Street Journal that the drop is surprising. Quote, it's something that nobody would have predicted. Just unfathomable. End quote, said Len Testa. Really? Really? You didn't think that was going to happen? You really had no idea this was going to happen. Disney's charges up the ass to get in. Their food is terrible and it's also really expensive. You can't walk out of there without spending $500 on crap. Their service has gone to shit. Their cast members can dress any way they want, show all their tattoos and piercings, can dress as the opposite sex. They're pushing all this woke shit and you're surprised that suddenly no one's going to Disneyland. I mean, we didn't even bring up that there's inflation, it's expensive to travel. I mean, we've forgotten all that crap. Well, you know what? Disney's getting what they deserve. They're going to go bankrupt. It'll be within the year. They're, they're going to go bankrupt. Speaking of bad movies, um, by the way, uh, well, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, a movie that has a lot of hype, a lot of star power, and a lot of nostalgia is on its, is at, on its side. Has been made into an absolute disaster by Hollywood. I can't believe that Hollywood effed this up. I mean, right now, I truly believe Hollywood could F up the recipe for a glass of water. According to Fox News, the upcoming Barbie film ignores its key democratic in, in demographic in favor of catering to a, quote, small percentage of the population, end quote, of faith based film review site claimed. Now, I won't lie to you. I wanted to see the Barbie movie. I thought with Margot Robbie and uh, with Ryan Gosling, I thought it was going to be funny. All right? Just like the Brady Bunch film was funny back in the 90s when they made that parody of the Brady Bunch film. Now I'm hearing it's just a, a, a woke indoctrination lesson handbook. Continuing with the... Uh, Continuing with the article, quote, warning, don't take your daughter to see Barbie. Movie Guide, a Christian movie review site, warned ahead of the film's July 21st release. The review criticized the film about the iconic doll of abandoning, uh, iconic doll of abandoning its core audience of families and little girls to instead focus on LGBTQ stories. Quote, the new Barbie movie forgets its core audience of families and children while catering to nostalgic adults and pushing lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender character stories. Furthermore, the movie was poorly made with multiple premises, losing even the most diehard fans, end quote. The scathing staff reviewed, penned, uh, staff review penned piece began. Quote, 
They had a built-in market, an audience, and an audience for its franchise that they completely ignored, the story continued. Millions of families would have turned out to the theaters and purchased tickets. But instead, Mattel chose to cater to a small percentage of the population who has proven over and over to abandon the box office. This movie is going to be an absolute disaster. And you know what? The actors and the writers, they all said that. They all said exactly what the film's going to do, and they're all proud of what that film... The film is a feminist movie, according to uh, Margot Robbie, Robbie, and she's thrilled about it. The Ken character is a accessory to Barbie. He is dumb, which, by the way, would have been good if the movie was not woke. He is dumb, but he is there just as a Barbie accessory. I saw parts of the, I saw some of the uh, clips of the movie. It just, the writing sounds terrible. It, I actually thought, okay, you've got Academy Award nominated people in this movie. It can't be that bad. It's bad. Star, one of the stars, Simu Lu, who is a man who thinks he's a woman and stars in the movie as a woman said that she's thrilled that they're deconstructing heteronormative gender roles about toys and colors and all that fun stuff. Yeah, this movie is going to crash and burn, and I hope they spend a lot of money on it. Now, hearing these two movies, you got to sit back and you got to wonder, um, yeah, you think anyone gives a damn the SAG and, and the uh, Screenwriters Guild, they're on strike? This is the shit they're producing. Meanwhile, movies like The Sound of Freedom and um, Nefarious, they made tons of money with one-tenth the budget and with just clever scripts. Scripts that don't try and go woke. You want to make a movie. The 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 movie, uh, Top Gun, was not a woke movie. It was just a good movie. Why do these guys always have to sneak woke crap into the theaters? And then they're shocked that no one sees them. And worse, then they call everyone a racist who doesn't want to see it. Or a sexist. Or a homophobe. Or a bigot. Or whatever. Well, I got news for you. Be prepared for them to start screaming about that. Be prepared from everyone's a bigot, everyone's a homophobe, everyone's a racist, whatever. Because here's the reality. This movie is going to flop. These movies are going to flop like crazy. I still don't think Disney, that Snow White thing, that is not going to happen. I think that is, this was a test by Disney. And Disney's going to say, you know what, uh, fuck it. All right, so we're at 43 minutes. I usually want to keep this to 45 minutes, but I can't because, you know something, we don't do this enough anymore because we're so busy with the trans thing. We forget this. Everything is racist. Everything is racist according to me. Everything is racist in 2020. Yep, here we go again. Okay, so... The left this week, the left really has been going after country western stars. We talked about another one yesterday. I, I'm so out of it. I I don't even know what what happened yesterday with the country westerns guy. Maybe I got a review in my notes, but they seem to be really going after him. 
So Al- Jason Aldean, back in May, released and performed a song that was deemed racist, that promotes lynching, was banned by Country Music Tonight, which is a the country music channel, television channel. Um, and the song is called Try That in a Small Town. So I decided, you know what, I've never heard the song. I don't really, I'm not a big country music guy, but I've seen Jason Aldean on Fox News and I know, racist? Yeah, I've never heard any of his, I've never heard any, Josie, my wife, is a huge country music fan. She loves Jason Aldean. By the way, she's a Mexican. I guess she's white adjacent because she doesn't think he's racist either. But I thought this is this is weird. So I went I went to go find this try that in a small town to look up the look up the words, right? I'll give you the first couple of stanzas. Um, sucker punch someone somebody on a sidewalk, carjack an old lady at a red light, pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store. Yeah, think it's cool? Well, act act a fool if you like. Cuss out a cop, spit in his face, stomp on a flag and light it up. Yeah, you think you're tough? Well, try that in a small town. See how far you make it down the road. Around here, we take care of our own. You cross the line, it won't take long. For you to find out, I recommend you don't. Try that in a small town. Okay, that is the most com- controversial wording in the in the song. Basically, what he is saying, and there's nothing about race, there's nothing about lynching. Okay, so I decided there's got to maybe there's something in the music video. I read the words. The song is not long. There's not a lot of. There's just not a lot of words to the song. It's not a very long song. It's three minutes. You'll hear it in a few minutes. I'll play it as the closing song here, but. I went to the video, and basically the video is the guys are in front of a some sort of southern um, government building singing the song, and on the building is projected a bunch of news reels from the 2020 riots and a bunch of crime reels, news reels from crimes committed, looks like mostly in New York City. That's all he's saying. And in the song, he's basically saying, hey, you guys do that in a big city. You come to our small town. Yeah, you're not going to get away with that. That's all it says. That's all it's about. There's no words about lynching. No, no words about black. There are blacks in the newsreels. But there are also whites in the newsreels committing crimes. So it's not like he picked only black people committing crimes. There is nothing racist about the song. So Jason Aldean, to his credit, by the way, decided to respond to this because he was pissed off. He's taken off the, the, the country music channel. Okay. And he said this. In the past 24 hours, I've been accused of releasing a pro-lynching song, a song that has been out since May. So, I mean, this is a new thing. This is not something. This song's been out for a while. No one said a word about it until now. Probably because there's no, just not enough racism in the world. And I was subject to a comparison that I, direct quote, was not too pleased with the nationwide BLM protests. By the way, he also had pictures of the Antifa protests too, which is a white organization. These references are not only meritless, but dangerous. There is not a single lyric in the song in reference to race or points to it. 
there isn't a single video clip that isn't real news footage. And while I can try to respect others have their their own interpretation of a song with music, this one goes too far. As so many pointed out, I was president at Route 91 where so many people lost their lives, and our community recently suffered another heartbreaking tragedy. No one, including me, wants to continue to see senseless headlines or families ripped apart. Try, in a, try that in a small town, for me, refers to the feeling of community that I had grown up, where we took care of our neighbors, regardless of the differences of background or belief, because they were our neighbors, and that was above any differences. My political views have never been something I've hidden from, and I know that a lot of us in this country don't agree on, on how we get back to that sense of normalcy, where we go at least a day without a headline that keeps us up at night. But the desire for it, too, that's what the song's about. So here, here's the reality. What's Aldine's major sin? He's protesting left violence and their stupid policies. And he's saying, yeah, our small town doesn't tolerate that crap. He's not burning down buildings like the left wants him to do. Like what the left does. Okay. But his song is more violent than burning down a police station in Portland. That's what the left actually thinks. This is the violence. The songwriting. As usual, the left's bitching about the song. And by the way, here's something wild and crazy. I mean, the video clips in... And you can go to dumbasstalkingpolitics.com and look at video. But the video clips, it's not all black people. There are white people, too, committing crimes. And the other thing is, there's the racist assumption by the left. That there, one, are no black people that uh, like this song. There are no black people on... on in um, small towns and that the white people would never help the black people. That's racist. The other assumption is that uh, all black people are committing these crimes. That's racist. And by the way, that's not what Aldine's uh, song shows. Okay, as usual, the left's bitching has backfired, which it always does. The song has been out for a few months. It barely made a dent in anything. No one said anything. It, it, it was, to my knowledge, it was never number one. I'd never heard of it. But now, everyone is looking at the song and looking at the video and looking at the words and playing the song. You know what? I played it. It's actually a pretty good song. I like it. I added it to my country list so I can play it with Josie. So everything they did backfired. So suddenly, everybody is listening to this song. It's going to be number one on the pop charts, like the country charts. It'll probably be in the top 100 of the country chart, pop charts. Because let's face it, pop music is shit. No one listens to that crap anymore. And by the way, I think it was, I don't know who pointed this out. It was either Matt Walsh or Ben Shapiro. This That's another thing that really, this is what the left is bitching about. But meanwhile, has anyone listened to any rap songs lately? All they talk about is sex and violence. They use the N-word everywhere. They cuss the entire F this and F that. That's all they talk about in pop. And unfortunately, Josie does listen to that crap too. So I hear it. it yet, no one protests those songs. Meanwhile, this guy who cussed once in a song, I think he said bullshit once, 
I, this song is a major problem. Whatever. Okay. Uh, I hope you guys have a great day. Um, we will talk to you tomorrow. God bless and love you all. And here is Jason Aldean's song. Um, try that in a small town. Tell me what you think. Take care. Bye. Sidewalk, carjacking old lady at a red light. Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store. You think it's cool, act a fool if you like. Cuss out a cop, spit in his face. Stomp on the flag and light it up. Yeah, you think it's tough. Well, try that in a small town. See how far you make it down the road. Around here we take care of our own You cross that line It won't take long for you to find out I recommend you don't Try that in a small town Got a gun that my granddad gave me They say one day they're gonna round up Well that shit might fly in the city are dropping their own crops for the day a friend is in need and they've come to help it's what this community and a lot of our communities stand for somebody needs some help you'll get it Ooh, try to a small tale.